Hashtag SFM Talking Point. It is 22 minutes after 10. You are listening to the Heritage Day edition of, uh, at least the Heritage Day celebration edition of the Talking Point. And we're speaking to Sand Parks, understanding the organization, what they do, and the role they play in our national story. Uh, the role they play in protecting our natural environment and how that links to our heritage. Um, we're a country with many, many great things, great diversity, natural diversity. And it's important that we reinscribe that into uh, our social consciousness and into our identity as South Africans, as citizens, as Africans. Navashni Governor is a senior manager for conservation out at Sand Parks. Oftentimes when we think of conservation, we think of it only as something in relation to animals, endangered animals. But there are many endangered plants, trees and fauna and flora. Many of them we don't know about. I can't tell one tree from the other. In fact, the only tree I can identify in life is a jacaranda tree uh, because that's the extent of what I know about the color purple. Uh, Navashni, thank you so much for your time this morning. Over 200 species, uh, indigenous species in the low felt. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. That's, the, that's a lot. How do, you, how do you guys conserve over 200 species? Oh, hello, Oliver. Thank you very much for the opportunity to talk to your guest uh, listeners about plants in the Kruger National Park. Indeed, in the Kruger National Park, we have over 200 uh, different plant species. And to manage that, we, we approach it from a landscape point of view. So we right. don't manage individual species. We manage landscapes and the environment. So that's what we do. Oh, but so you don't say to uh, cons- cons- Conservator A, uh, you, today you are dealing with uh, the rooibos, and then to Conservator yeah. B, you, today you deal with the indigenous roses. It's like you deal with block A, block B. Correct. So it's in this landscape, uh, right. particular section. So you get a population of trees and we see what's happening within that population of trees. They are individual species, as you did say. They are very special species that we do manage. These are called top species, threatened and protected species by uh, South Africa or nationally. And those few species we will manage on an individual basis. And one of the things we do is manage those species in the nursery where we are allowed to propagate and distribute those particular species, Yeah, the special ones. Yeah, and why is it important? Why are these uh, plant species important? I mean, if they're indigenous and they exist only in one area, why does it matter that you guys invest so much resources uh, to them? For instance, um, uh, I, I, I was in Limpopo with the, with the Talking Point team a couple of, a couple of weeks back, uh, two months ago or so. And as we were driving, I stopped the car on the side of the road and I asked my producer, Kanya, to take a picture of me standing next to, next to a boobob tree because it's just so incredibly beautiful, right? But I'm like, this yeah. thing only exists here in Limpopo. There's nowhere else in the country. I don't quite care for it when I'm in Joburg. It's nice to see when you drive down to the border, but that's it's about it. Why, is it. why is it important that we conserve the boobob tree, for instance? Okay, for example, you know, things like um, climate change is affecting how the species are, uh, you know, changing their distributions and what's happening to the species. So it's getting hotter, it's getting warmer, getting less rainfall. So you do see a decline in certain populations, you know, outside of protected areas. And that's why when we do have them in protected areas, we would like to, you know, manage them and take care of these species. Other things that affect them is... Uh, harvesting, illegal harvesting of uh, these species that take place, those that provide good firework, um, you know, our medicinal plants, 
that are illegally harvested, so outside of protected areas. So when we have these species within protected areas, we put a lot of effort into managing them and trying to protect them and increase their population when we can. Other things that affect is uh, fires. You know, our fires, the Kruger landscape burns. It's a natural event that takes place. Savannah need fires to persist. But what is changing is the intensity and frequency of these hot fires. So the trees are not really that adapted to this high-intensity right. fire. So we will try to manage that by, you know, breaking up the fuel load, putting in more cooler fires. So we don't have these hot fires that will take place. So Sorry, wait. What do you mean by putting in cooler fires? Things like we will burn much earlier on in the fire season. So when the fires are a much lower fire Also, oh, these are controlled fires. Much more controlled burns because we know under these conditions that we're currently facing in the month of August where there's hot, dry conditions, you'll get these hotter fires. So that's one type of management that we will do towards vegetation in our plant, right, in, plants right. in the Kruger National Park. Has there been an increase in spontaneous fires in the Kruger, for instance, today than, say, what, 10, 15 years ago? Uh, I'm not sure what you mean by spontaneous, but there's definitely an increase in the number of ignitions of fires because there's more people. Yeah, I mean those things like the uncontrolled fires, the ones not the ones you started, the ones that just (laughs) happens because for some reason it's just too hot on the day. Absolutely. So we see that. And the main reason for that is uh, the changes in our weather patterns. So we're getting... Uh, much hotter dra- days in the um, due to climate change. So a fire that would have started by someone, say, 10, 15 years ago would have been much smaller, burnt under different weather conditions. Right. But these days, they're burning under much higher conditions. They spread faster. So, yes, we are seeing that. And that's why we have our management to protect uh, our plant species to say, okay, we're going to put in as managers our section ranges much more frequent cooler fires early in the fire season. So that's one method that we're trying to uh, protect our vegetation because, as you said initially, it is our natural heritage. It is the the flora that we have to protect. And everyone knows they're the lungs of the country. You know, they're the lungs of the world. That's that's incredibly beautiful. That's incredibly beautiful. Uh, Speaking of lungs uh, and, you know, keeping the country breathing, uh, plants have a big role to play in medicinal development. What role does the nursery in the Kruger play very specifically towards the conservation of medicinal plants? Yes, uh, I mean, nationally we know the, what we refer to as the Muti trade is a very sought-after traditional healers utilize a lot of species for traditional medicine, very effective traditional medicines, and because these species are sought after, they do get poached from within protected areas. So the Skakuza Indigenous Plant Nursery embarked on a project more than 10, 15 years ago to then go out and start propagating, you know, in mass production of sought-after medicinal plants. And two of them that we are currently doing is that of the Warburgia tree, the pepper bark, and also wild ginger. And this was, you know, interaction with our traditional healers along our fence, uh, the Western Boundary, that said they would like to have these plants. And over the last 10 years, we have distributed over 20,000 ind- individual plants to traditional healers and medicinal plant uh, the community along our western border. So that's what we do. We have a permit to propagate, donate, and sell top species. And nationally, pepper bark and wild ginger are recognized top species. And because the nursery is allowed to do that, we will work with our partners like the ARC to continue doing that and supporting and supplying these traditional plants, uh, medicinal plants, so yeah. that the ones in the felt are not being poached or not being illegally harvested. So we rather 
do a supply and demand. The more we can give out, the more we can protect our species already in the felt in the Kruger National Park. Navashni Gavinder, thank you so much for your time and your insights. Really, really, really do appreciate it. It is thank half you past very ten. Much. It is half past ten. Time for your news headlines updates with Kamukhele Teledi.